1: No timeouts for the Wolves, 4.7 seconds, Gibson's got to get it in, Done. Wings and hits. What is going on everybody vince Wright, the sports governor sports done right live and direct coming to you baby from the palatial governor's mansion here in minnesota i am the one and only vince Wright, the sports governor i am the host of sports done right and you are listening to us on many different streaming platforms uh we will also be stoppiling shows on demand x squad affiliates.com and before we get started, you can follow us on Facebook at Sports Done Right. Make sure you're following yours truly, Vince Wright, the, the Minnesota Sports Governor, on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Also, folks, make sure you're following us on Instagram as well, Sports Done Right there, and like I said, XSquadAffiliates.com as well. And I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, Gov took last week off, but we are back. Uh, first off, I want to say and and send a very, very special shout out. The reason I wasn't here last week was my sister Kim gave birth to two adorable twins. Uh, they are fraternal, a boy and a girl uh Carter is the boy and Sage and I really like that name Sage is the girl and Uncle Vinny could not be happier man I'm telling you. Uh, I am in love with these two little guys and, and girl <laughs> guy and girl But um you know when you're holding little babies like that you just you you just get a smile on your face. Uh Sis has been through a lot um, so I am I am super excited for her, super excited to be an uncle, and can't wait to see him tomorrow. I'm gonna go back over my sister Silver out tomorrow after work. So Congratulations, Kim Bell, Sage, and Carter Bell, my little nephew and niece, Uncle V will see you tomorrow. All right, let's uh, talk a little sports because this show is going to be a, a quick show. I got some stuff I got to do tonight. That's why we're starting a little earlier tonight at 7 o'clock or a few minutes after. Obviously, we're going to touch on the Minnesota Vikings. Whoa, man. All of a sudden, I mean, two weeks ago, we were talking about Viking ships being burned and, and crashing in the rocks. And now, all of a sudden, look at this. Her cousins can actually throw the ball. And I'm going to touch on this a little later. I think uh, the, the, the Deshaun, or Deshaun, listen to me, Stefan Diggs, the duh, duh. <laughs> I think the Diggs holdout may have actually been a positive for this team in the long run here. So we're going to talk about the Vikings. We're going to talk about some of that bullshiggity. I don't know what's going on with the refs in the NFL. It just seems to your sports governor people that whenever a a game hits a crucial point, you know, whether somebody's trying to come back to take a lead, tie it up, whatever that scenario is, it just seems like the refs are going to get involved. You know, obviously you can talk about the Saints and what happened to them with that horse crap non-call in the pass interference in last year's playoffs. But last night, man, you saw it again. And it look, I've never been a conspiracy brother. Y'all know that. I like to talk a little bit about it because it is fun to talk about a little bit. But in terms of true believer, not so much. But man, this is the type of crap that makes you wonder. This is the type of stuff that really makes you wonder, If uh, orders are being sent down from from Madison Avenue, New York City to influence certain games. Now, I heard this earlier, scanning across all kinds of podcasts and shows earlier, and especially on my drive-in, I heard this point being mentioned a lot. You think the NFL cares? Nope. I want to say hey to Sarah in uh, South Minneapolis joining us here twitter's first big mike always checking in he says gov this time i'm checking in from my folks place down in iowa taking a few days hanging out with the fam me and the wife drove down last night appreciate you always making room big mike from eden prairie uh who else do we got checking in here we got holly checking in from wabasha minnesota down on the mississippi river about an hour or so south of the gov's mansion thank you And who else do we got here? We got Wendy from Miami, Florida, popping in here. Look at that. Thank you for popping in here, Wendy. And let's continue. It looks like, by the way, Jalen Ramsey has been traded to the Rams. Dang. All right. So getting back to these referees here. And again, you're listening to Sports Done Right on all your major streaming services as well as xSquadAffiliates.com. Um, you just, you got to wonder sometimes, man, because when calls are so clearly missed, that's when your conspiracy theorists are going to come in, and that's when people are going to start buying in. Now, here's the thing. Is there going to be an uprising, or or can there even be an uprising by us fans where the NFL takes notice. I mean, nobody's nobody's boycotting, nobody's going to stop going to the games over this. But sooner or later, you you got to figure, man, that it's going to affect the product in a negative way. Maybe, I don't know. NFL has survived a whole lot of stuff over you know, the the decades they've been around but that was just a horrible look last night looking like it was giving favor to one of their premier stars i.e. Aaron Rodgers and his team the Packers and yes this show hails from Minnesota so people before you start crying all there goes the sports gov on his anti-Packer rant even the Packer fans all over social media Uh, Facebook, look, I know plenty of Packer friends, fans, a lot of my friends are Packer fans, unfortunately. And even they were on their Facebook account saying, yeah, well, you know, this is a little bullshit. (laughs) This is a little crazy. One fan even went as far as saying, I just don't feel right about this win. Almost like you don't want to even count it. And that's from a Packer fan. So, I, you know, I don't know, man. They got to figure something out because this cannot continue to happen. And I was trying to think about, you know, being a big college football fan. You know, it it happens, but it just doesn't seem to happen maybe as much or during very, very, very critical parts of games as much in college. Obviously, it happens, but... Yeah, just a, a real bullshity look last night. Uh, Detroit, I got to give some credit to man, they came to play, and looks like the uh, the Detroit Lions, those Motor City Kitties, got something going on over there uh, with um, their head coach finally, and you know, all of a sudden we got ourselves racing this division. All of a sudden, the Packers still remain in first place, but. Just a horrible, horrible experience last night. And I made sure I kind of got up a little earlier before I jetted out of here and took care of my work duties as the sports governor of Minnesota today. And, and yeah, just, you know, caught some of the replays, you know, just craziness, just craziness. So uh, Detroit, you got, you got something happening possibly. But the thing is with the Lions people And again this is Sports Done Right With Vince Wright The sports governor of the great state of Minnesota Talking to you The problem with Detroit is somewhere along the line You wonder if they're going to go Detroit So far so good We've said that before But somewhere along the line Staffer and crew kind of F's it up a little bit They kind of screw it up some So That's what I'm going to keep my eye on with them. Um, I will jump back into this later. Like I said, we're going to keep this show going because this is going to be a a very streamlined, quick show. I got some stuff I got to get into, so let's keep it going here. We're going to go into the Minnesota Golden Gophers and the Big Ten and uh, some other college notes here. First off, man, props to the one and only Jalen Hurts. I mean, I I love this dude, man. I wasn't a fan of, you know, and and to to my credit, I guess I got to investigate a little more, but wasn't a big fan of this kind of grad transfer, transfer portal stuff. But it is what it is, okay? So I'm done with that. Now he winds up, he's over at Oklahoma, and he is just bawling lights out. And for the first time in a long time. And yeah, they have had two ties, two recent Heisman winners. In Kyler and Baker. But what Jalen Hurts is doing is amazing down there, man. And making it look so easy. That's the thing. Did they in... Um, It just, I mean, look at me. I'm almost virtually speechless on my own damn show when I'm speaking of this dude. Effortless, that's the word I'm looking for. Whether it's passing, whether it's running. I mean, this dude is phenomenal. And if anyone wants to try and tell you that, well, he can't play quarterback at the next level. I literally... Nah, I better watch myself here. I better watch myself. But you tell them that they're full of BS. Because the way this guy throws the ball, and if we're going to run the spread offenses all over the NFL now, why wouldn't you want to have a Jalen Hurts running your offense? So, number one pick for me. I mean, if I need a quarterback and Jalen Hurts is available, that's who I'm taking. You got great quarterbacks across the lane. You got Justin Fields over at Ohio State, who I am also equally impressed with. And I'm going to talk about Ohio State here in a quick second here. But man, let me tell you something. Jalen Hurts just makes it look easy. And I haven't seen that in a long time from a quarterback in college i mean easy i know my bama fans out there are gonna say the man that ultimately replaced him down there makes it look easy in, in tua and i will respectfully i i get where you're coming from but man jalen hurts just for me is phenomenal and i i i i can't say nothing against tua because you know he's he's won a crown too but Let's talk about our Minnesota Golden Gophers here for a quick second. Now, there has been a lot of of real nastiness all of a sudden going on between Gopher Nation and the local press here in in the state of Minnesota, the Twin Cities press in particular. And I actually got into, uh, I sent a tweet. It turns out it was one of my biggest tweets ever, and it's still being commented on from people. I've, I've literally gotten 30 to 14 new followers almost here and literally the past 24 hours off of this one tweet so make sure you go to at the big smooth one again that's the number one after the big smooth because and the article to be fair wasn't quite as bad as the header but let's just talk about it because it's it's been simmering here a lot of the press likes to take shot at the gopher program for for myriads of reasons uh bad head coaches your your tim brewsters of the world when he'd be out there talking about we got to get the chili hot and all that bullshiggity nonsense glenn mason you know he he had he definitely had his little wars with with some of the local media jerry kill he kill had a pretty good relationship with the media and then obviously when he went down with the caesars or seizures excuse me yeah so so kill was okay um But, you know, even going back to when I was in school, Jim Wacker and and some of these guys, man, I tell you, nah. Nah. So, sounds like Gopher Nation has just had enough. And here's the thing. Enjoy the ride. Just enjoy the ride, people. We can make a... Yeah, we've heard all the excuses. That was one Mm -hmm. of the things that's been going on in this little Twitter thing where... Uh, Hundreds of people have kind of been interacting through my one tweet here and then talking about, you know, I even heard uh, one of my uh, uh, friends out there, um, ABM, Doc Bell, angry black man talking about, well, go, uh, go the, you know, ghosts are going to finish six and five. And, you know, they haven't played anybody. The last victory doesn't count because Martinez wasn't even playing for Nebraska, their starting quarterback. So on and so forth. Well, look, man, here's the thing. And, and same with the local press. You play the team that's out there in front of you. Because Lord knows if, if the Gophers were one and four right now, which quite honestly, they, they had a shot at. <laughs> but imagine all the heat that, that Fleck and Crude be taking then but the team held steady i get it ugly wins those first three ones but you got to realize you know i just posted the uh fcs poll south dakota state is a top four or five team over there they're not bad you know we talked about fresno state georgia southern's got talent you know college football's expanded you know, and, and, and then for this Nebraska game, look, I get it. Martinez was banged up. He didn't play. Um, it very chilly night over at TCF Bank Stadium. You know, we had the snow flurries going. It was real football weather. And here's the thing that I like. The Gophers, and especially at Gopher defense, they really they really want to play in the cold. They want people to come to Minnesota and, and get that weather in their in their head a little bit from some of the more milder climates of the Big Ten. But I digress because you know it's it's fairly cold all anywhere in the conference. But here's the thing. The Minnesota Gophers have three wide receivers, two of which may be pl- or will be playing in the NFL next year. I think Rashad Bateman, obviously the all conference, Tyler Johnson. Um we've we've talked about he he could have went pro this year. I'm glad he came back because he is really helping this offense take the next step forward. So we have three wide receivers, Rashad Bateman, Tyler Johnson, Chris Ottman-Bell. Um, Rashad Bateman has 533 yards, four touchdowns. Tyler Johnson, the all-conference wideout, has 459 yards so far and five touchdowns. And Chris Ottman-Bell, 235 yards, four touchdowns. He's the new kid on the block, so to speak. But listen to the longs, the longest Pass completions of these guys. Chris Altman Bell had that 70-yard touchdown. Tyler Johnson, 73 yards. That was a touchdown, if I remember correctly, and Rashad Bateman, a the 58-yarder. These guys know how to go deep. They know how to go across on the slanting patterns, and they get the yards after the catch. Haven't seen receivers like this in Minnesota. Maybe, in I, I can't remember, to be perfectly honest with you, we've had re- good receiver you know some okay tandems we definitely had some good individual receivers at times but man you know ron johnson eric decker uh you know just to name a couple r- real quick but these guys in particular gopher fans are are just something special and they are really helping us get to the next level because when i took a look at chris ottman bell and and the couple of the catches that he had, and and that he turned into big games, I said, man, if we, if we got a third wide receiver, you know, we haven't thrown a lot to our tight ends because obviously we have great running backs, Shannon Brooks, um, you know, Smith, and the return of Muhammad Ibrahim uh, uh, here, who scored three touchdowns last week, and people forget him. I turned around right before his touchdown run nebraska fans sitting behind me i said oh yeah this is our other thousand yard rusher who is just coming back from injury snapped the ball round the end touchdown i mean just well done well done so the thing is enjoy the ride people want to say what up to wendy out there what's happening wendy in our spreaker.com chat room appreciate you coming through Here's the thing, man. Golden Gophers, keep it going. Screw what the people are telling you. And I think that they know that too, by the way. Coach Fleck, you know, I know what he says to the press in these interviews and stuff, but behind closed doors, I think he's got these guys locked in. So here's the thing. Rutgers this week, trap game. I don't think it's trap game because obviously we all know how bad Rutgers is. We don't even have to talk about that. The only thing that can happen is Gophers, A, can beat themselves by just coming out and stinking up the joint and turning the ball over and just not playing. But here's the thing. Don't get caught up in that point spread. A lot of people talking about 29, 30 points. Oh, Gophers, win. Of course, it's Rutgers. Here's what the Gophers got to do, people. Keep winning football games. At this point, don't care how. Should you kick Rucker's ass? Absolutely. Then you got Maryland back at home. We know what happened at Maryland last year, however, and Maryland still has got some talent. So, Gopher fans, just do like I do. You take no game for granted. I think coach has these guys locked in on that because obviously everybody's talking about getting to 8-0 and you got Penn State coming in and that is going to be the biggest home game since, geez, I don't know. It's been a long time. If you got the Gophers and Penn State at 8-0. But we got to get there first. Don't count the chickens. Don't count the roosters. Don't count your eggs before they hatch. But the Gov, it's Rutgers. What you worried about? I ain't. I'm, I didn't say I was necessarily worried. I just want these boys to come out, handle business. And and it's literally week by week because after the next two, obviously Penn State starts the trend, starts that stretch. Penn State, Northwestern, Iowa, and Wisconsin, and we all know our records have not been Stella against those teams so that's all i'm saying enjoy the ride enjoy an offense that is progressing a defense by the way that it seems to be coming around now first off props to kamal martin big 10 defensive player of the week because what he did was phenomenal 15 tackles solo last week And with the leadership of Kamal And Antoine Winfield Jr. Carter Coughlin I mean, and by the way, three of those guys Are all three of those guys Probably going to be playing in the NFL at some point I just, I feel that the program Is going in the right direction I know, row the boat, all this stuff but let me tell you something, and for all the kind of fleck haters out there, what's the problem? The guy's getting it done in in, in the uh, in the classroom with these guys. Obviously, so far on field, uh, the on field product is improving. And if the school and the administration can ever kind of find a way to start getting behind their big time athletic teams. I think that'll help really start truly kind of getting that vibe across campus. You know, getting the, the really all the, you know, professors and students who aren't really even sports fans like you are when you go to Ohio State, when you go to LSU, when you go to Bama, everybody cares. And that's what they're working on here. So I think just by eyesight... You know, cold, windy, like I said, last and and a night game, too. But that crowd, I think probably it was announced that just over forty one thousand. Most of them were probably up in the concourses because the eye test didn't give me that number. But I will say this. Fans were loud because Nebraska, you know, they travel well. So they they had a, a lot of people in town for a quote-unquote down team also you have a lot of people from nebraska that just live in minnesota in general so uh, that was part of it and they were loud and i was like you know what if the gophers kind of come out and stumble along here there's enough (laughs) there's enough nebraska fans to make this I'm not going to say a home game, obviously, but to give them a lot of momentum. So it was very good that they came out. Um, Tanner Morgan at quarterback just continues to improve. He's 86 for 124 on the season, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions. He's approaching 1,400 yards, and I got to say for, and by the way, our backup quarterback, because Zach Anikstead was the starter, so there you go, the Gophers plan. Just like people were tweeting, the Gophers played a guy at center last week that never played center before. You know, Tanner Morgan technically is our backup quarterback, even though he played a few games last year and started. So people just enjoy the ride. You know, You get it's almost like with the horse blinders. It's the Gopher program. You know people are going to make fun of it. I deal with a lot of people from across the country and SEC country. So you know I get all the jokes. You know, they don't even consider that uh, the GOVs a football program. But we're ranked number 20 now. Just enjoy the ride. Because if we can get to 8, no. Because I'm telling you, man, Penn State, and I'm going to get into the the GOVs uh, Big Ten power rankings here in a second. But Penn State's nasty And while Ohio State is still king of the ring Penn State's coming up So props to P.J. Fleck Props to the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers um, Doing things the right way Starting to see some results Don't worry about the naysayers Just keep moving it forward Just keep moving it forward Roll the boat, do whatever you got to do. But, you know, some of the defensive players will talk about their practices, how they're dialed in on their practices. They know they, say, they know they have to have a good practice in order for them to go out and do what they need to do on the football field. So now practice, practice, as our man Allen Iverson will say, practice means something to them. So good to hear. Good to hear. We'll talk about the rest of the Big Ten here for a moment. Again, you're listening to Vince right? the sports governor, sports done right, the podcast. Coming to you live and direct from the Govs mansion here in the great state of Minnesota. My Big Ten power rankings, Ohio State, number one, Wisconsin, number two, Penn State, number three, Iowa, number four, Michigan, number five, our beloved Golden Gophers, number six, Michigan State 7, Maryland 8, uh Indiana 9 and I got I It's a shocker but I put Purdue at 10. Yeah, the 2 and 4, 1 and 2 Purdue Boilermakers. Now look, it's really the top 6 here and and and, and, and let me say the top 7 cuz Michigan State's 4 and 3. Um, you know, playing for a decent bowl at this point. They're, they're not going f- to mat- matter, obviously, in the Big Ten East. But in the Big Ten West, you have Wisconsin. You have Iowa. And Iowa and Penn State coming off a tough game down in uh, Iowa City. The Penn State Nittany Lions coming through with a, a, a close win there. But again, Iowa taking the loss. Ohio State Wisconsin Penn State all 6 and 0, 3 and 0 in the conference. Iowa's 4 and 2, 1 and 2 in conference. Michigan is 5 and 1, 3 and 1 in conference. Golden Gopher is undefeated 6 and 0, 3 and 0 in conference. Michigan State 4 and 3, 2 and 2 in conference. Uh, Maryland is three and three, one and two in conference, Indiana four and two, one and two in conference and Purdue two and four, one and two from my big 10 power rankings of the top 10 there. What up to the one and only Ben Sutter the third host of the BS three sports and music show. One of the best hosts out there. X squad affiliate member as well. Let me tell you something, man, when you want to hear just a good, solid show, good, solid interviews, Ben is one of the leaders, so make sure you are following him um, here on Spreaker, and his shows are available on most streaming services as well. Again, it's the BS3 Sports and Music Show, and thank you for taking a moment out of your night, Ben, for listening to Sports Done Right here. And again, we're going to be not a long show tonight. We're already 35 minutes in. Uh, We're probably going to go for about another 15 minutes. We'll talk a little NFL in a couple minutes here, but let me just finish up here on the Big Ten. Ohio State dominant. And and I I see them obviously taking it all the way. I really do. Penn State is is the needle in, the, in their sides, uh the uh the the thorn in the rose, so to speak for them. In my humble opinion because I think Ohio State just has too much for Michigan. I know it's one of the greatest rivalry games and all that stuff. But, man, I just think Ohio State is just too strong for Michigan. Michigan's starting to write the ship a little bit. But, again, um, I want to see a little bit more from them before I'm, I'm a true believer there. Now, Wisconsin, and I wanted to take a moment because it pains me to talk about this program, as you know, being a Minnesota graduate, being the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. But, look, the one thing I do on my show and on, on this podcast is I tell you the truth. And the truth is, the Wisconsin defense is for real. The Wisconsin defense is coming to knock your ass around. And if you aren't prepared for that, then you got to go over to the behemoth offensive line of just moving uh, bulls of men with with the rocket behind them, Jonathan Taylor heisman uh trophy candidate wisconsin's looking to be a complete team again can they be beat yep can the Gophers? everybody wants to know can the gopher's beat them let's cross that bridge when we come to it if you're asking me today obviously i'm picking wisconsin defense not giving up points offensive line opening holes the size of the red sea for jonathan taylor to run through and the quarterback that's doing enough And playing very solid football. That's my niceties there. Uh, Moving on to Penn State. James Franklin's team again. Just getting it done, man. And they are getting more confident. They are looking better. And that's the game for me in the East. Ohio State, Penn State. That's the one you want to watch. Whoever wins that game should be your Big Ten champion. And I mean by winning the Big Ten championship. Over anybody the West will throw their way. Um wisconsin maybe but um outside of that in the west it's wisconsin iowa and everybody else so for you go for fans if you can get through get these next couple wins november 9th is what everybody kind of keeps eyeing unfortunately but that's the one that's lingering out there for you so penn state will be in minneapolis that may it may be a night game i'm not sure but like I said, one game at a time here. Uh, Gov picked up his ACC Big Ten basketball challenge tickets here. I guess the Gophers are going up against Clemson and that. That's going to be Monday, December 2nd at Williams Arena. So, um, yeah, yeah, we got Gopher Hoops we're going to be starting to talk about here pretty quick. And speaking of which, can we say congratulations to the four-star recruit coming to us the one and only. You know his dad. You watched his dad at Kentucky and then the pros, but Jamal Mashburn Jr. has committed to the University of Minnesota. <laughs> couldn't couldn't be happier. Great player. And we and quite honestly, we need him. And here's what I like about the kid. He knows we need him because that's the whole reason he came here. He said, look, there's a need in Minnesota for for, for a player like me. There's a need for some leadership here. You know, Amir he's gone. A couple other folks have graduated. This guy could come up here and do some real damage in the Big Ten. And I cannot wait because we, you know, University of Minnesota basketball hit and miss, but we're getting closer there as well. So... Make sure you go out support the Golden Gopher basketball team and the football team too. So, all right, good luck this weekend against the lowly Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Should actually better be a win, and then we can uh, worry about Maryland because, like I said, Maryland still has a, a couple players at a couple positions that can make things fun, and they have a lot of speed too. That's the other thing. But this defense of the Gophers is rising up here. Um, Iowa again they're they're kind of starting to slip we're gonna see what they do here in the next couple weeks and like i said outside of that man just stay tuned all right let's talk a little bit oh and real quick too now i i'd like the university of georgia Going to a game between the hedges is a sports governor's bucket list still, and, and and that will happen. I will get down to a game at UGA, but nobody saw South Carolina, the Gamecocks, coming in between the hedges to kick some ass, and that's what they did. So gotta say congratulations. I know my friend Thorny Switch, as she goes by, uh, not happy. She is a graduate, but hey, what can you do? Um. Here we go. We got Holly here sending a little message. Gov, really excited for the Gophers, and I love your take of one game at a time. That's been our problem. When we have gotten on these rolls early in seasons, we start looking ahead and we get our asses kicked when we don't expect it. Well said. And trust me, as a 15-year season ticket holder, a graduate, I've seen so many Gopher games in my life growing up we're not that program yet so every game is still it's still every game to me because i've seen too many disappointments so much heartbreak with this program but i digress all right folks your minnesota vikings Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, they look good. They look good, didn't they? The thing that I alluded to to my on on the first part of the show was, and and again, such a beautiful game beating Philadelphia thirty eight to twenty. But could that whole Stephon Diggs quote unquote temper tantrum? actually have been exactly maybe possibly what the team needed and could it have been a two-prong attack could it have been orchestrated conspiracy theory between him and Thielen we never heard Thielen gripe as much as he's been doing and, and speaking out and I mean forcefully speaking out to the point where he was on Kirk Cousins show and Kirk Cousins was apologizing non-stop to the guy Then Diggs didn't talk to anybody for a minute, comes back, has a, eh, not really involved in that Giants game, but lo and behold, comes out three touchdowns, uh, great passes, and I got to give credit to Kirk Cousins because I'm going to bash him when he's bad, but when he was throwing some nice dimes like he was doing, all right, so he did it finally against an all right team. And I know, here we go again. Yeah, Philadelphia had some injuries on defense. But look, people, you got to play the team that's out there. So, you know, it is what it is. And the way the Vikings were playing, it, it, trust me, that made, that really didn't matter. What I hope it inspires for Cousins, Vikings Nation, is confidence. Confidence that, look, if you're going to be an NFL quarterback, be an NFL quarterback. Step up, throw the ball, and take your shot. That's what your coach wanted you to do. Looked good last week. You got the Lions coming into town. Or excuse me, we're going out to Detroit next Sunday. You're going to have to do it against teams that matters because after that Lions game, you got the Redskins coming to town. But after that, you got the Chiefs. Starting November 3rd, you got the Chiefs, followed the next week by the Cowboys, Denver, which was expected to be better than they are coming in. But then you hit the road on December 2nd to Seattle. Last two games of the year are Packers and Bears, so we're getting into the meat of it here, but hey, good job. I think the temper tantrum worked because what he was saying, and this is Diggs is look man, this scheme ain't working for me, and he knows this talent. I mean, we all know what he can do. The ironic thing was. Nobody expected what we saw last Sunday in terms of kind of it's not a breakout game because we've seen Diggs do stuff before. But I think it was just an effort to say, look, man, I'm open and you're not finding me. You're not seeing me and you're not tossing me the ball and I'm wide open. And that was somewhat Thielen's complaint as well. Now I get it, offensive line has to protect this guy because Kirk Cousins of all quarterback needs as much time as he can. But it all came together for your Vikings last week and that was a big win because that was the one, look, we all know what Vikings Nation has been going through the past few weeks giants yeah rookie quarterback despite you know all the new york press trying to tell you that that guy's the next joe montana out there and daniel jones but you know rookie quarterback ho-hum defense all you know all this stuff with the giants yeah should beat them you know philadelphia has carson Wentz and all their stuff on offense um couple injuries there but hey you handled them and so what I think Vikings fans would like to see moving forward is more confidence in their court from their quarterback to throw the passes that he threw last week. Now, is he gonna go for three, four hundred yards every week? We've talked about that. No, he ain't. But you gotta be and you you just want to see improvement when it comes to cousins. And if he can keep finding these very talented wide receivers then good things can be on the horizon. But he's still got to prove it because that the record against winning teams improved by one game. He still has lost a bunch of them, but I'm not here to bag on him tonight because he did a good job last week. So let's see what happens with Detroit. Let's talk a little bit about Detroit. Must-win game, obviously, and especially with the Packers creeping with a win out of Lambeau last night over Detroit uh this is a a chance to kind of get past them in the standings and quite honestly just to send the message we're the Vikings especially your division foes you know that's that's what you want to do um I think if the Vikings can play like they did last week quite honestly I think they come out of Detroit with a with a, a nice victory I think our defense can get to Stafford early. I think you know, we put pressure on him and just kind of throw a big monkey wrench into their plans. Get Dalvin Cook running. Get that uh, wide receiver core happy again. No reason why our beloved Minnesota Vikings should not come out of Detroit with the win. Um, the other thing that I would like to talk about with our Minnesota Vikings too is really... Just allowing—I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, folks. Bear with me one moment. I like how the star players are speaking up because I mean, think about it. Diggs and Thielen, in particular, they weren't saying anything. You know why? You know what they were doing? They were voices for the fans. Because when Stefan Diggs wasn't talking to him, there was very little blowback from Viking Nation. Yeah, there were some people upset on Twitter and, you know, may have, you, you know, you may have seen a post here and there in the sports Facebook page or something. But for the most part, you didn't hear anybody griping about them. Because, honestly, they were giving voice to the fans in terms of why they were upset. So if they can continue to be honest with each other and have that type of communication and call each other out, it doesn't have to be in, in front of us by any means. I think the Vikings can, can write the ship somewhat and, and keep this going. But right now we're all looking up the green Bay and that's what we don't like. And especially when the refs are helping them as well. All right, folks, I am going to get on out of here. I got some stuff I got to handle tonight. Thank you so much for joining Sports Done Right. Everybody listening live, everybody who catches this on demand. Let me tell you, I really, really appreciate it. Uh, Again, my name is Vince Wright. I am the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. I also co-host the North Star Sports Podcast with Justin Ekstrom and Matt Geffrey. I also write the Throwback Corner column for purple ptsd.com that's one of the major vikings websites here up in the uh, great state of minnesota their sister site is vikingsterritory.com vikings territory is kind of the main site purple ptsd is a kind of an offspring of that and that's where i'm making my writing debut you can check out my first three columns there throwback corner did my first one on joey browner uh most recent one was on paul kraus so and in between there the one and only ac anthony carter as well all right folks i'm gonna get on out of here again you can follow vince Wright, the sports governor and the show sports done right on literally all the major streaming platforms spreaker spotify itunes tune in radio um stitcher as well so, make sure again, Sports Done Right, my last name, W R I G H T. You can follow me on Facebook. Just uh, type in Sports Done Right, Vince Wright. You'll definitely find us. Instagram, the one and only Instagram as well, Sports Done Right there. And on Twitter, you can follow me at The Big Smooth One. And that's the number one after The Big Smooth. So, again, I want to thank everybody for uh, catching us live um again just thank you for the sh- for the support the show is growing uh, big things happening got to meet chad greenway i'm gonna talk about that a uh, little bit on my maybe on my next show i'll just get into that got to try some of his vodka as he's getting into the uh, liquor biz so um we'll talk about that get into the uh, obviously we'll talk about this go for ruckers game we'll talk about the vikings game next week and with that i am out of here thank you all so much for listening again this is sports done right tuesday night make sure you're checking us out and if you can't listen live make sure you're listening on demand
0: thank you for listening to sports done right with your host the governor of minnesota sports talk the honorable vince wright check out sports done right every tuesday night and when it's over stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the sports done right facebook group let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now you finally got it right with sports done right